Welcome to the Sunday morning service. You're listening to the First Century Apostolic Church FCAC Tema Community 5, Ghana. We preach, teach, and live the complete and unadulterated Word of God with genuine miracles, signs, and wonders taking place at every meeting with the Holy Spirit. Our aim is to following the steps of the apostles and disciples of the First Century Church founded by our Lord Jesus Christ. Get ready, therefore, for a powerful encounter with the Word and power of God, brought to you by Reverend Dr. V.C.Y. Edwards, the General Overseer of FCAC. He is a seasoned man of God who is blessed with a powerful teaching and deliverance ministry. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. prompt for our morning church services. Your life will never be the same again. God richly bless you as you join us in the service. Our Father who art in heaven, uh, we thank you for today. For Lord, this is the day that you ordained before time began. And in this day, Lord, you establish many blessings for your children to walk in them. Therefore, Lord, as we thank you for this day, in Jesus' name, we receive each and every one of these blessings the Lord you have created from heaven and they are for your children we give you praise, we give you thanks we give you adoration Lord we ask that you bless your word today because your word is blessed let your word come to bless everyone that will hear it that your name shall be exalted honored and magnified in the whole world thank you Lord in Jesus name Amen Shall we all be seated? Today we're going to deal with the last part of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We have dealt with the gifts of the Holy Spirit that speak, speak, prophecy, tongues, and the interpretation of diverse tongues. Gifts that speak. And we've dealt with the gifts that reveal, the gifts that show forth hidden things revelational gifts revelational gifts the gift of the word of knowledge the gift of the word of wisdom and the gift of the discerning of spirits don't forget these things because um, though you may go back now and then and look at them the video. Um, it, will be, it will be years before we can come back and teach these things again. This morning we're going to deal with the last group of gifts, which are gifts of the Holy Spirit that do something. These are gifts of the Holy Spirit that do something. They do something. And they are commonly called the power gifts. Power gifts power gifts gifts that take action gifts of the Holy Spirit that do something power gifts and again our text is from 1 Corinthians 12 1 Corinthians 12 verses 4 to 11 1 Corinthians 12 4 to 11 
And this morning, I want to urge you all to pay careful attention. I have a lot, of, a lot to say and many scriptures. I'll give, the, I'll give the scriptures. We will not have enough time to read them all. I'll write them down and read them at leisure at home. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 to 11. There are diversities of gifts or different kinds of gifts. But the same Spirit, the same Holy Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord, the same Jesus Christ, different kinds of ministries. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Now, with the gifts of the Holy Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. Verse 10. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit, that the Holy Spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he was. Child, this morning, may the Holy Spirit distribute his gifts unto you. Amen. May you all at, receive at least one gift of the Holy Spirit Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, this morning, we're dealing with the gifts of the Holy Spirit that do something. And these are what you call the power gifts. They are the gift of faith, the gift of faith, the gifts of healings, and uh, the gift, the gift of the working of miracles. Three gifts, but they are all interrelated. The gift of faith, the gifts, plural, of healings, plural, and the gift of the working of miracles. We want to look at the gift of faith first. The gift of faith. Just say the gift of faith. Remember when we say faith, there are, there are different aspects of faith. When we say faith, here we're looking at the gift of faith. There are different kinds of faith. Gift of faith. Now, uh, the gift of faith is the faith that accomplishes, is able to do an otherwise impossible act. An impossible act. Something that is beyond the ability of the normal person. It is a supernatural exploit through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, faith is able to do something. A gift of faith is able to accomplish. Church, we say accomplish. 
<laughs> an otherwise impossible act. And don't forget, accomplishment may not be just an immediate or instantaneous thing. When we say to accomplish something, it may be something that may take several days or some time from the time it began to the time that it ends. But once it's begun, little by little, little by little, as the gift of faith continues to work, it gets you there. So, um, though coming to church, your need may not be met immediately, you may not receive that that you need immediately, it does not mean that the process of accomplishment has not begun. That's what I said. Pay attention to some of these things carefully. Because there are many of you, I see that as you are getting there, because you lack knowledge, many of you give up and they stop having, they cease having the faith to receive. Don't forget, it takes a two. The person who had a gift of faith will see that you have the faith to receive before you can receive. The person may be deposited within with a gift of faith, but if you don't have the faith to receive, you will not receive. It will not work for you. So we're saying that this is the faith that accomplishes. So it may not be an immediate or in, an instantaneous. It may be a process. And if you don't know this, and you may have been the child for one year, but you don't realize that God is taking you there. So you give up, and then the gift ceases to operate. Because remember, it is an impossible act. It is something that you cannot do it yourself. No human being can do it himself by his own power. So giving up, giving up takes you nowhere. Takes you nowhere. The thing is to have the faith to persist, the faith to persevere, the faith to endure. When you have the faith to endure, when you have the faith to persevere, when you have the faith to go on, then the gift of faith continues to accomplish that which God has ordained for you. May you receive that which God has ordained for you. Because this gift accomplishes supernatural exploit through the power of the Holy Spirit. Some may receive immediately. Some may receive immediately. But most of the time, it is a process. Church say it is a process. Hallelujah. So the gift of faith that we're talking about is the Holy Spirit's gift. It's a gift. You don't go and buy it and you don't go and get it by force. It is a gift which is deposited. The Holy Ghost deposits this gift in a believer. The word here is a believer. And this gift functions in the believer. It functions in him. As and when it is required or necessary. With no human effort. No human effort or strength involved, involved in, on his part. So, the Holy Spirit who gives us this gift, deposits, give this gift to the person. And after a while, that person will know, the Holy Ghost will make me aware that he has received this gift. He has the gift. And the gift begins to function. 
and it might be in a believer. So if you see someone who is not a believer, you encounter, you meet somebody who is not a believer and is working miracles, doing miracles, don't believe in that miracle. All these gifts are given to believers. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are for believers for the profit of all. So an unbeliever who is prophesying, an unbeliever who gives you visions, an unbeliever who gives you any of these gifts is false and it is fake. These are gifts of the Holy Spirit given to believers for the profit of all. Church, if you agree with me, clap your two hands for Jesus. And there's no human effort involved. No human effort involved. No strength involved. So that if somebody needs financial breakthrough, financial breakthrough, and this gives working, if God begins to take the person there, therefore, somebody just giving you that money, that is the person's own strength, the person's own power. But God, like I always say, God works in a logolegal logarithm way, and he will get you there. And may God get you there. Yeah. Clap your two hands for Jesus. Just say that gift of faith. Say that gift of faith. Now, that gift of faith, commonly, usually, not always, it can operate in anything, healings and everything. But commonly, it operates in areas of divine protection and provision. Let me say it again. The gift of faith commonly operates in the areas of God's protection. God protecting you. And may God protect you. And may God protect you. And God's provision. And may God provide for you. Praise the Lord. There are a lot of times when I, people have come to the church and they, they come with problems and I say, oh, don't worry, just stay in the church. I'm not going to do 21 day fasting for you. I'm not going to somersault and pray, graduate tongues, just be in the church. You got to know that if the person has faith enough to stay in the church, then the gift of faith, which is in this church, there is a gift of faith operating in this church. That gift will begin to work on that person. After a while, the person's problem will cease without even him knowing when the problem stops. But many of them don't have the faith, common faith, ordinary faith to stay. They don't have it. They want it here and now. They want it here and now. But God doesn't work that way. God is more interested in your soul, in your everlasting life, than in that miracle which will live here on earth. So, let the gift of faith operate in each and every one of you. Clap your two hands for Jesus. So it commonly operates in areas of divine protection. Some of you is probably dying. <laughs> dying. The person can see that he, he or she is dying. You can see death coming. He runs and takes refuge in God. Refuge in God. And he comes and expects that I will somersault and... Uh, pray and sing and fast 21 days and even take money from him. When we were in chapter 1, some of you remember there was this young lady who lived nearby and she was facing serious problems to the point of death. Chapter 1. She came there and I looked at her and I said, stay with us. Before long, the Lord will heal you. The Lord will deliver you. The Lord will protect you. She went away and later I heard in the neighborhood that when she came, the pastor asked me, I said, you should stay in the church. He thought I was going to 
I was going to declare 60 days fasting. She thought I was going to do this and that and that and that and that. Or she thought I was going to ask her to go and wash the Jordan seven times. Or go and wash the Densu River 60 times. And all I said that she stay in the church. You walk to that church and you forget that church. She went away insulting us. May you all have the gift of faith. For example, Jesus speaking to a tempest to protect. He said, Lord, don't you care that we are perishing, we are dying? He just woke up and, and rebuked the tempest. The storm at sea and there was total calm. Now, in the gift of faith, the person who has it has the anointing. We call it the anointing, the gift, the anointing. And the power of God within that person. The person is aware, becomes aware. But that person must know his, his limits. We'll come to that. He must know his limitations. And therefore, he had the assurance. He had the assurance to speak. To speak. And God does it. He had the assurance to speak. And God does it. Or to pray. And God hears and God answers. The assurance. It is not an ordinary, it's not ordinary prayer. But it's, like I said, it's when, as and when it is necessary. It is, in, it is in urgent situations. Very often it is in uh, life and death situations. And uh, the person who is operating or operating this gift has the assurance that when he speaks, the Bible said God did not allow one word for the mouth of someone to fall to the ground. And that person knows that when he speaks, God hears, God answers, and God does it. So we say that, it, that, that the gift works vertically. The gift from the one who has the gift, he says it or he prays and he goes after God. He speaks to God and asks God to do what is what needed at that time. So this gift has a vertical direction. And then from God, it comes down to the person. And once the person speaks it, God answers and it comes and acts on the person. So it goes up and comes down. It has a, a vertical direction. And that's how this gift operates. Now, it means that every time you encounter or meet anybody who is operating in some of these gifts, the first thing you need to answer, what kind of gift? Decide for yourself, no, what kind of gift is this person manifesting? There are other things, the place where the gifts operate. It's not, it's not just anywhere. It's not just anywhere. And for whose profit? Who is, to, who is to profit from this gift? And even how is he operating the gift? How is he operating the gift? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Then when somebody, somebody who is prophesying, you know, when, a, when, when somebody is prophesying, in, in, in manifesting these gifts, there's a very thin line. There's a very thin line between the Holy Spirit operating his gift and a nearby spirit trying to get in and take some of the credit. We may, we may come to that. A very thin line. 
And a person who is operating the gifts must know how to stay within the domain of the Holy Spirit. Once you stray into some other areas, other spirits may come in. And it takes somebody with a discerning of spirits that gives a discerning of spirits nearby. Is that a pastor may, should have the gift of the discerning of spirits. And he must monitor. He must steer. He must control how these gifts are operated in the church. Otherwise, before you know, other spirits have taken over. And nobody will know that he's no longer the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is a gentle person. When that happens, he withdraws. When he sees that you are ignorant and you are letting other spirits take the credit, come in, he will withdraw and see what you will do. But may the Holy Spirit himself operate his gifts in you all. In the name of Jesus. So it's a, it has a vertical direction. A vertical direction. The person speaks the word to God and God answers and God does the action. Amen. Elijah at the brook Cherith fed by ravens and again Zarephath. You see, God told Elijah, go to the brook or go to Zarephath. I have commanded. I have commanded the ravens to feed you. I have commanded a widow there to take care of you. When God gives you such a word, <laughs> you can go, you can just go and it will happen. You see, he had deposited in you the gift of faith to accomplish that. When God told Abraham, get out of your country, your family, your father's house, to a land, I will bless you, I will bless you. Abraham knew for 25 years, though the children have done, Abraham knew. Abraham knew that for even 25 years after that, the children will come. He will give birth. Sarah will give birth. Even though Sarah was 90 years old, Abraham knew that Sarah will conceive and give birth. So that's one way that gift operates. When God said that he will call me in the year 1982, when God said he will call me, but the time had not come, it took 16 years. It was after 16 good years that the call came. And when the call came, I was sure, I was certain that this is the calling that God promised 16 years ago. And therefore, I was so disobedient to the heavenly calling. May you all never be disobedient to God's calling. And that will arm you with the gift of faith. If God should say to you, any of you, go to this town. Go and proclaim the word of God there. And I'll be with you. I'll protect you. Immediately you know that when you go there, you are facing opposition. You don't, you don't mind. You are not afraid. Not afraid. And that is one way the gift, the gift of faith operates. Elijah at the brook, Nazareth. Now, another way is Elisha. Oh, let me give the scriptures. Elijah is 1 Kings 17, 1 to 16. 1 Kings 17, 1 to 16. 1 Kings 17, verses 1 to 16. Elisha and the swimming axe head. The axe head. Swimming axe head. 2 Kings 6. This is why we can read it. 2 Kings 6. Five and six. Second Kings chapter six. Second Kings chapter six. Verses five and six. Quickly. 
But as one was cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water. And he cried out and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. So the man of God said, Where did it fall? And he showed him the place. So he cut off a stick and threw it in there and, and, made, and he made the iron float. He made the iron float. Iron floating on water. You know this story already? Daniel in the lion's den. Daniel in the lion's den. Gift of faith. He wasn't afraid. You know that story when he refused to to stop praying, and they cast him, threw him into a lion's den, and God shut the mouth of the lion. Nothing happened to him. He could not hurt him. Daniel chapter 6, verses 16 to 22. Daniel chapter 6, verses 16 to 22. And the three Hebrew youth, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the three Hebrew young men, Daniel chapter 3, verses 19 to 25. Daniel 3. Let's take that. Daniel 3, 19 to 25. Daniel chapter 3. Verses 19 to 25. Then the book of Nazar was full of fury, and the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these Men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments. <clears throat> Excuse me. And were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent, and the furnace was a furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. He was astonished. And he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men lose walking in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth one is like the Son of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. These three youth, they were young men. They were able to tell King Nebuchadnezzar that King, if it's a matter of bowing down to your image, worshipping your image, then don't waste your breath. Don't talk too much because we are not going to do it. Though this offense, this disobedience is punishable by death, 
we are not going to do it. Because we know this is what he said that our king is able to our king, our Lord, is able to save us. And even if he chooses not, we know he's able to save us. But if he chooses not to save us, we are prepared to die. But one way you can have the gift of faith, <coughs> like this, and listen carefully, is when God has said something that he's going to do for you in the future. Let's say God says he's going to do something for you in 10 years' time. Then you know, you can be sure that you are going to live and live for the next 10 years. Do you agree with me? Yes. So if somebody says, oh, hey, they are killing people here, so don't go there. Don't go and preach. If you go, if you go and preach, they will kill you. You say, oh, I'll go. Because you know that 10 years are you still be alive, so you will not die. Hello? And may you know that you shall live for 100 years. Many people are afraid because they, have, they haven't got the assurance of the protection of God. When God said, I bless you, I bless you, I bless you, God is telling you that don't be afraid. What is it that I cannot do? So when you want to get into that public transfer, people are afraid. You are not afraid. I have been in a bus that bears a tie at top speed. And everyone in the bus thought the bus was going to somersault and we shall be killed. And they all started crying, Jesus, Jesus. Even the Buddhists were shouting Jesus. But I knew because of what God has said concerning me, that even if the bus collapsed, I will not die. May God do so for you also. Yeah. Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego cast into the fiery fire and Jesus was there with them. Beloved, when things are tough, when the going appears impossible, Remember that at that time you are not alone. If I never a time are you alone, you are always in the presence of Jesus. He saw Jesus. He said, Did we not cast three men to the fire? He said, Yes, I see a false, a false person. And his countenance is like the Son of God. Amen. Amen. Paul and Barnabas, Barnabas at, at Lystra. Paul and Barnabas at Lystra. Acts 14, 8 to 10. Acts 14, 8 to 10. Paul and Barnabas at Lystra. Acts chapter 14, verses 8, 9, and 10. And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting, a cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. This man heard Paul speaking. Paul, observing him intently, and seeing that he had faith to be healed, he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped and walked. He leaped and walked. So this man had faith to be healed. He had faith to be healed. And Paul knew that he had a gift, the gift of faith. Paul knew it. Like I said, he. he and that's why it's not everyone that gets healed. It's not everyone that gets healed or everyone that gets the miracle. We'll come to that. Because you too must have the faith to receive. When God says, today I've blessed you all. Today I've blessed you all. Yes, the blessings have been poured out. But it is not all who have the faith to receive. Some will receive, others will not receive. 
The difference is that not all have the faith to receive. But today, may you have all have the faith to receive. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hand for Jesus. So how does this gift operate? How does it operate? Mostly, most of the time, it operates through the assurance. The person who has it has the assurance. He knows that he possesses the gift. And then, it is by the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Most of the time, it's by the prompting of the Holy Spirit. The person has a gift. But there's something you go about and you say, because I have the gift, I'm going to heal. Today, I'm going to heal 200 people. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, we may have a miracle service. We have a miracle service. But I mean, I can come today, I'm going to do 400 miracles. You know, I, can't, I can't say that. Because it's not me working. Hello? Praise the Lord. Last, last uh, week, miracle said, there was a sister who was, who was very sick. Uh, not, not sick. Very, had severe pain in her leg. And she came to church limping. She took transport. She came from Teshin. Transferred from her house to the Teshin church. Paid 20 CDs in and out to come here. And was here for four hours. And uh, I called many, many were, but I didn't call her. <laughs> and she went back home still limping. So when she got to there, she called my wife. When I came back, I was not called. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's not like, don't wait to be called. If you say you're not going to be called, don't wait. You just call yourself. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I tell me. It's by the prompting of the Holy Spirit. So you... The minister don't go about saying, I'm going to do 400 miracles. No, no. You have the, 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 the gift, but it operates through, most of the time, through the assurance of the Holy Spirit. Clap your hands for Jesus. That's why when you come, first time, if you are not called, you keep coming. You keep coming until you are called. Rarely, unusually, uncommonly, through a heavenly visitation, God visiting you or an angel, sending an angel to visit you and telling you this, telling you that. So first, first way to operate, the person who has, he knows that he has the gift. But doesn't, he knows the gifts of the Holy Ghost. So he doesn't decide how to use it or when to use it, but about the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And uncommonly, through a heavenly vacation. Now, Acts 21, 27, sorry. Acts 27, 21, 26. Acts 27. Verse 21, 26. Acts 27. Verse 21 to 26. But after long abstinence from food, Acts 27, beginning from verse 21. But after long abstinence from food, then Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Men, you should have listened to me and not have sailed from Crete and incurred this disaster and loss. And now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For there stood by me this night an angel of the Lord, of the angel of the God to whom I belong 
and whom I serve. We're joining three again. For there stood by me this night an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve, saying, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. Therefore, take heart, men, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. However, we must run aground on a certain island. We must run aground on a certain island. This was when Paul was in a ship and they were shipwrecked on the island of Malta. And the whole ship, everybody thought it was, everybody knew they were going to die. The storm was so severe, the ship was being tossed everywhere that it was clear that the ship was going to sink, that they will all die. Not one soul be saved. Imagine the situation. But that night, an angel was sent to, to Paul, told him these words Tell them that they shouldn't be afraid. They should take heart. Not one person shall die, but the ship and the cargo shall be lost. The ship and the cargo shall be lost. But not one soul. Because of you, he said, I've saved the lives of all those who are on the ship. So the next day, when we were afraid, Paul was able to stand confidently and proclaim this word that take heart, don't be afraid. Not one of you shall die. The ship shall be lost. And we shall run aground on a certain island. And that's exactly what happened. You see, when God arms you with such a word, he deposits in you that gift of faith. And you are able to proclaim, even before kings, you are not afraid. You can proclaim to kings and even to your enemies that this is what is going to happen. And you are not afraid. And it should come to pass. But if you don't have that gift, if you have not received that angelic visitation, you cannot go and stand there and say, in case it doesn't happen. In case it doesn't come to pass. But when you are armed with that gift of faith, there's nothing that you can do. And God will confirm the word. God will confirm the word. God will honor his word. May God confirm his word in your lives. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hand for Jesus. So that is a gift of faith. And like I said, my prayer that God will, God will give to many of you, at least many of you, the gift of faith. Amen. Amen. Number two, now we have the gifts of healings. And here is very important. The gifts of, the gifts of healings. The gifts of healings. And church, remember, one more, let me say this briefly about the gifts of faith. The gift of faith sometimes, or like I said, it always works. When the person has he speaks it, God does it. But the person that is supposed to benefit, is to profit from it, if that person hasn't got faith, it may not, God, God will have done his part, but it may not work for that person. And that's why sometimes it looks like oh, somebody delivered the person delivered here. Delivered here. We all see the person delivered. The demons say, yeah, quiet, quiet, quiet. The demons have gone. But the person comes back or something begins to happen that may show, may more to think that the person wasn't delivered. No, that's not the case. And that's why 
I am very reluctant to pray for unbelievers. The gift of faith, the anointing will bring the deliverance. Who wait the miracle, but they won't be able to maintain the deliverance. They are not able to maintain the miracle. This is the thing. It may look like the gift didn't work, but the gift worked. God, God is faithful. The gift always works, but the, the recipient, the one who is to profit because the person is not a believer, especially if that person is not a believer, the gift may work for him, but as soon as the person goes away, then that is it. That is it. Amen. The gifts of healings. The gifts of healings. Not that the words are gifts and healings. Both of which are plural. They are plural. Gifts and healing. It's not a gift of healing. No. It's a gifts of healings. Remember that. When you say that, everyone knows that you have been taught properly. If you go and say the gift of healing, you know you have not been taught. But the gifts of healings. And they are in their plural form, not singular. And making, therefore, this gift is the only gift with more than one aspect. I'm going to explain very soon. This gift is the only gift that has sub-gifts, different gifts, not the gifts. So, it has gifts within the gifts. And this is because, this is because there are so many different kinds of diseases and sicknesses. When we say healings, we're talking about diseases and sicknesses. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of diseases and sicknesses. That there's a need, therefore there's a need for different gifts of healing to deal with each or groups of the diseases and sicknesses. But remember, the thing to remember here is that this manifestation of gifts, plural, healings, can be given to one. It says to one is given to another is given the gifts of healing. So one can have all the gifts of healings. But because there are so many different kinds of sicknesses and diseases, thousands, even millions, um, the gift is given in measures. The gifts is given in measures. No one person, no one person cure every disease. Let's say if there are a hundred diseases, the person manifesting the gifts of healings may have the gifts for maybe eighty. 80. But he will not know. He will not know what he can heal and what he cannot heal. God will not tell you. God will not tell you that look, I've given you the gift to take care of these, these 20, they are not among. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God will not tell you that. But the, the, the thing to remember is that for this reason, no one person who has the gifts of healings can heal every disease or every situation. Every sickness. But that person will not know what he can heal and what he cannot heal. So by faith, he that prays. He prays and exercises this gift. And that's how some will get healed and some will not get healed. That's the reason that 
It's not everyone that healed at any meeting. It's not everybody. The thing also to remember is that it's getting more complicated. Church, are you following me? So, the person who has these gifts will not have the gifts to heal all diseases in the world. But he will not know what he can heal and what he cannot heal. That's the first thing I want you to remember. The second thing to know is that the gifts change depending on the situation. The person has the gifts of healings. Maybe today's meeting, there's somebody with a very painful knee. The knee is painful. He can't walk. God may, because the person has the gifts, God made that person the gift to heal the knee. Therefore, when he pronounces the knee healed, the person gets his healing. Praise the Lord. Somebody may have fibroid. The person will not get the fibroid healed. But at another time, maybe in a, a years later, God, having pity on the person who has fibroid, may at a meeting, at a meeting, give to the minister the gifts to heal fibroids, which he didn't have maybe a year ago. So the gifts, they are, though they are gifts, they vary from time to time. They vary from time to time as and when they are necessary. For the profit of all. Don't forget that. For the profit of all. And that's why when you come once and you don't get healed, you don't stop coming. Because God knows. God knows that you have, your neck is painful. You can't even move your neck. But today you don't get healed. You go, you go home you're still with a painful neck. You don't say, oh, after all, suffer no. It's not a suffer no. It is not also a matter of suffer no. Hello? And that's why we don't charge money. That's why we don't charge. You shouldn't, in fact, you shouldn't charge money. It is, a, it is a serious sin to charge money to, to manifest these gifts because they were given to you free for the profit of all. Now, if you, you have abdominal pain and you go to a meeting and you have to pay 5,000 CDs to get your healing, has it profited you? In fact, you are, you are going home at a loss because in the hospital, maybe it costs only 500. But you pay five, you have lost. So you have not gained a profit. But it's there for the profit of all. It, it, am I right? Now it's mathematics. Something that hospital will cost you 500 CDs. Now you pay 5,000 at a, a, a program. Have you profited? You have lost. It is only that we have profited. Hello? Praise the Lord. Freely have you received and freely must you give. Clap your two hands for Jesus. In fact, here we don't even encourage people coming to throw money on the floor. We, we had, early, I, I was taught to do that. Throwing money on the floor. People coming, I see people go and they throw money. If you want to give money to, you want to give money to God, you throw, you, if somebody wants to give money, you throw it down. Won't you be offended? I want to give you money, my daughter. They are just, I don't know, are you feeding a, 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 a poultry? Throwing the, the corn on the floor? No. I'll be giving you reverence. Hello? Now, the manifestation is at the Holy Spirit worlds. I've, I've said that before. At the Lord worlds. So one cannot heal. One cannot heal, heal 
people whenever he wants to. You cannot heal people whenever you want to. And may not get all of them healed at one time. You cannot just heal when you want to. And you cannot heal everybody at one time. Some will get healed, some will not get healed. And you don't decide who to heal and what to heal. If, if I'm to decide who to heal and who not to heal, I only heal those who come for Friday prayer meetings. Do you hear me? <laughs> In other words, I'll be biased. I'll be selective. <laughs> I remember the day um, I, remember I, I gave money to my daughter Vida to give some people. I do a miracle service. And somebody was calling her. Vada, he said, Oh, my, 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 so, how do the gifts of healings operate? Now, there are different ways by which the gifts of healings operate. Now, it can be vertical or horizontal. Vertical, now words, the person having the gift can pray to God and God will heal the person or the person can apply the gift directly. Either vertical or horizontal. It operates with the laying on of hands. Laying on of hands. Laying on of hands. That's one way that gives up it. And that's direct, horizontal. Lay hands, receive your healing. Take your healing. That is direct, horizontal. By the prayer of faith, using the gift of faith. Again, the gift of faith can be used here. The person having the gift can pray to God, God person. So uh, here it's vertical. By the prayer of faith, Using the gift of faith. Anointing with oil, that's horizontal. Take your healing. By this anointing, the Holy Spirit receive your healing. Anointing with oil. These are all biblical. By speaking the word, just speak the word. Like Paul and Barnabas this. Get up and walk. Stand up, walk. And the person leaped up and began to walk. And then, blessed cloth and other holy articles. Blessed by blessed cloth. And there were anointed articles. Very often, that comes from the person who had the gift. Come from him. The person who had the gift. So anointed articles. These are the known ways. We don't I have not mentioned Ankaitradia. Did I mention Ankaitradia? Hello? Uh, what else? Salt. Now go and buy all the salt on Mr. Kundi and bring. Um, and other, you know, other, 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 other ways, other means. Um, the anointing doesn't have to be the anointing a drum. Someone told me that you went to a church where they, are, they were doing a healing by anointing. And they, they had an anointing oil in drums. You know, budubang. You know, budubang, like that word, budubang. So that's very big. In drums. And the pastor has a cup. 
So he fetches the oil and then throws it on you. And that's how he was applying his anointing for healing. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just, just a drop or a few drops. It doesn't have to be a cup. So that they drench you. Some pastors even come with a horn, you know, a cow's horn, as in the Old Testament. And they fill the horns, a uh, cow's horn, and then somewhere pouring the horn of oil on Saul. Horn of oil. These are all no longer acceptable. But articles, don't forget, they must come from the body, from the body of the person. Aprons were taken from, from Paul and laid on the seat. This is what you call, you call it the minister multi God or God multiplying the minister. Listen, this is what you call the principle of God multiplying the anointing of the minister. And when, when God begins to use it, you see what we are not. When I go, are many. There are many. There are many. And you are limited by time. You are just one hour left. Now, if you want to lay hands on everybody, probably by the time you've done about 20, time is up. You have to close. So, articles from the body of the minister, anointed articles, blessed articles, can be given. It's not going to the factory to buy a box of handkerchiefs. Hello? This is not a matter of going to uh, Makola and buying boxes of handkerchiefs or boxes of anointing oil or bills of a bruni wahoo and then saying that I bless it, take them home. They must come from the body of the minister. And that's why when I ask you to bring handkerchiefs, I hold a handkerchief. I hold a handkerchief. Praise the Lord. Once I rub it on myself and I give it. And once I give it to you, you if you are many can say, okay, after you also take it, give it to another person. Also take it to another person. And so the anointing goes on and on and on. So that as it's going, I'm, I'm able to do it for many people. I don't have to do it for each and every one. That's what we call multiplying. Multiplying the minister. May God multiply your anointing. May God multiply your anointing in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Um, I don't know, but I've seen a very popular man, famous man, you all know him, who is a musician. He's a musician. And now he's gone into ministrations. Well, I don't know. But when he's ministering, anytime he's ministering, as he's laying hands, I see about two, three or four people behind him holding, holding, I don't know, holding his waist. Uh, uh, if I mention, they know who the person I'm talking about. It's like, um, uh, <laughs> Pastor Brahway, can we have our three men? Three men. John, can John come? Another man. Okay, Dennis, come. So, maybe I, the administration, I'm ministering. This is what the man does. And then, 
So this time this one is ministering. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> and people are thrilled. <laughs> people are very, you know, people find it very exciting. Some of you may, you, you are, he is a musician, a very famous musician, gospel singer. Yes. And now he's, he's branching into ministrations. And this is how he ministers. This is how he ministers. Anyway, I look at it first and I say, hmm, I did, uh, I did, uh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Clap your hands for Jesus. So those holding their way, so what do you think they are doing? Are they, is this to stop him from falling down or to stop him from falling down? But if he who is ministering falls down, to fall down, then who is the one ministering? Is he being, I don't know. If I minister and I fall down, then uh, am I ministering or am I being ministered upon? I'm being ministered upon. <laughs> Hallelujah. Examples are Abraham praying for Abimelech and his household. Abraham praying for Abimelech and his household. Genesis 20, Genesis 20, 18 and 17. Genesis chapter 20, sorry, 17 and 18, sorry. Genesis 20, 17 and 18. Abraham praying for Abimelech and his household. Genesis 20, 17. So when you, when you see some of these things, you just look at them critically, and you can see those that are okay, and those that, many are okay, but a few are not so okay. 17 and 18. So Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female servants. Then they bore children. For the Lord had closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. So Abraham prayed to God and God. So this is a vertical one. And God healed Abimelech's household. Moses and the bronze serpent. Numbers 21, verses 4 to 9. Numbers 21, Numbers chapter 21, verses 4 to 9. Moses and the bronze serpent. Numbers chapter 21, 4 to 9. Numbers 21, 4 to 9. Then they journeyed from Mount Hall by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. And the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water. And our soul loathe this worthless bread. That referring to the manna. They call the manna worthless bread. So the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people. And they beat the people. And many of the people of Israel died. 
Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he may take away the serpent from us. So Moses prayed for the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole. And it shall be that everyone who is bitten, when he looks at it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole. And so it was, if a serpent had bitten anyone, when he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. Jesus referred to this and said, as Moses lifted up a bronze serpent in the wilderness, so shall the Son of Man be lifted up. In other words, um, all those who are dying, spiritual death, who are dying, perishing, if they will look up to Jesus. This serpent became a symbol of, of Jesus Christ. You look at him, believe, you live. So here God has said it. Anyone that is bitten by a serpent, cobra, pafada, whatever, and you look at the serpent, the bronze serpent, you will live. So by faith, well, doesn't matter how often a snake has bitten you, once you saw the bronze serpent, you will live. So people will look at it by faith, by faith, they will look at it, knowing that God has said it. And then they lived. May it happen to you too. May you look up to Jesus and may you receive your miracle. In the name of Jesus. Elijah healing the widow's son. Elijah healing the widow's son. 1 Kings 17, 17 to 24. 1 Kings 17, verses 17 to 24. Elisha and Naaman's cure. The other example is Elisha and Naaman's cure. Second Kings chapter five. Second Kings chapter five, verses one to fourteen. And this is similar to what I say from some people. Stay with us. They come with problems. I say, oh, stay here. Just stay with us. Let's stay and worship with us. And the Lord will deliver. The Lord will cure you. Here. Elisha told him, go and wash deep in the Jordan seven times. And that looked too simple. Too simple. But Elisha, he was here manifesting the gift of healing. Gift of healing. Jesus' ministry. Jesus' ministry. Luke 4, verse 40. Luke chapter 4, 40. When the any that were sick, brought them to one of them and healed them. Then Acts 8, Acts 10, 38. One of my favorite scriptures. Acts 10, 38. I've got a lot of inspiration from this scripture. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was the disciples. The disciples, 12 and 13. Chapter 6, 12 and 13. So they went out and preached that people should repent. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. And finally, Peter and John, Peter and John, Acts 3, Acts 3, 
Acts chapter 3, you know the story already. Peter and John, verses 1 to 10. And then Acts 5, 14 to 16. Acts 5, 14 to 16. And believers were increasingly added to the Lord. Multitudes of both men and women. I wish, I wish we were back in those days. That we have multitudes being added to the Lord, both men and women. These days, people, people's conscience have become seared. So that they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches. That at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. Also, a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits. And they were all healed. They were all healed. Even the, the, the shadow of Peter passing by, falling on some of them, were healed. Gifts of healings. Now, the gift of the working of miracles. Briefly, the gift of the working of miracles. Don't forget, healing is a miracle. Gifts of faith also works miracles. Now, a miracle is a supernatural occurrence because it is beyond our natural understanding. A miracle is something that occurs, that does not follow nature. Doesn't follow science, chemistry, mathematics. Doesn't follow anything that we understand. Then we say it's a miracle. And different from magic. It's not magic, it's a miracle. This gift, therefore, is when a believer, a believer, not an unbeliever, a believer does a supernatural act by the divine power of the Holy Spirit. Then we say it's a miracle, a supernatural act. Then we say it's a miracle. Now, the difference here is that in the gift of faith, a person manifesting the gift of faith prays to God and God does the work for us. Praise to God and God does the work. We do nothing. We do nothing. We do nothing. God does all the work for us. And we just watch. We only watch a marvel. We only watch a marvel. That the gift of faith. Can we have one volunteer? Anybody? Volunteer? Okay, any volunteer? Gift of faith. Here's my daughter. And um, so what what is your what is your prayer request? What do you want God to do for you? Okay. So she's told me that means God has heard. So no, she said it quite. I was, I was like, <laughs> I had to put my, my ear to her mouth to hear it. But God, God has said it. <laughs> when you do something from God, you don't shout about it. You don't know. You just declare it. <laughs> Blind Batty said, that, Lord, I may, I may receive, I may see. Blind Batty Mouse. I may see. So I said, 
I pray to God that God should grant her this request. And um, one way we know that God has heard and God has answered is when God touches her and with the evidence that she falls down, or at least she, she swoons or she stumbles. So, my Lord and my God, you heard your daughter and her request now from, from, that she needs from you. Lord, I exercise my faith and the gift of faith. And I ask my Lord and my God, you are a faithful God. And she has faith to receive. Therefore, Lord, I ask that we grant her this request. That not many days from now, there shall be an accomplishment. An accomplishment of this request being granted to your daughter in her life. Holy Ghost, therefore, that her faith may be in the power of God and not in the wisdom of men. Lord, evident that, Lord, you have heard her cry, you have heard my prayer. Lord, you may touch her. Now she may go down for the usher to catch her. For the usher to catch her. And when she gets up from the floor, she will know that, Lord, you have heard and if you have heard, that means that you have answered. Amen. He said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Father, for hearing this prayer in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for granting her this request. So, now when she gets up, she should go home singing, things are already better. Praise the Lord. But she should go home and still feel the same as she was feeling that means she hasn't got the faith to receive. Amen. Amen. So, say thank you, Jesus. Because I've received my request. Do you believe you have received it? Amen. Take your seat. So, that's the gift of faith. I didn't touch her. I didn't do anything. I know that. I know. Now, we have to apply our faith. That this is not something you see immediately. It's not like somebody neck getting hit. No, that is something that gets accomplished. So, you know it's going to happen. Now, in the gift of the working of miracles, although it is still the Holy Spirit who is working, it is the opposite. This is the opposite. In the opposite. It is the power of the Holy Spirit going through us or going through the believer, our hands, even our feet, body, anything, Causing us to do something that is not normal or natural. It is therefore horizontal in action. It is horizontal. This time we don't go up. It's still the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost working through us. First, faith is this and that. Now, miracles is here and there. So, another volunteer. When I say, that we, we are... We, we are doing ministration, so, so if you have a request, I thought you all ran forward. You know, you know, uh -huh, come. <laughs> it, it, it may be your chance to get your miracle. Or should I pay you money before you come? If I offer 10 cities for, or 100 cities for anyone who will come forward. 
So here, so daughter, what is your prayer request? So she too. Yes. Amen. But God has said. God has said that. So in this case, you need a miracle. So in Jesus' name, daughter, receive that miracle. Take that miracle. Take that miracle. Take the miracle. Receive, daughter. Receive. 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 Take, daughter. Receive now. Right now. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. Just say amen. amen. The reason why when I take, even after I've taken off my hand, the anointing is still upon her, is because the gift is working to me now, it's gone to her. So I don't need to keep my hand on her all the time. Don't need to follow her around, pushing her around, wrestling with her. Once you touch, touch her, that is it. It's been deposited in her, then uh, until the Holy Ghost has finished, it will not lift. Just say amen. Another volunteer who needs a miracle. God bless you, daughter. We need a third volunteer, so the third person should get ready. What miracle do you need for the Lord? Okay. She, okay, she said it loud, so I'll say it loud. She needs capital for her business. Capital for her business. So they are speaking the word. As in this case, speaking the word. If you all that it takes, the Lord will give you the capital. Take that capital, daughter. Take it. Take it. Take. Take it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Who the next volunteer? Okay. All right. What is your... Right. So now, what we are going to do, my daughter, knowing that, being assured, knowing that I have been given by grace, not because I'm of my anything, but all by grace, that I have the gifts of healings, and you are asking, sorry, I have the gift of working on miracles. You need this miracle. You just, body, just touch, just, just touch my shoulder or anywhere. Just touch my shoulder or anywhere. You know, like a woman with the issue of life. If, if I can just touch him, if I can just touch him, I know that I'll be healed. If I may just touch him. So he, she went and touched the hem of his garment and she was healed immediately. That's one way. So that is he, when we, when you go for a miracle service, you come for a miracle service, all night we are ministering. Don't sit there and say, oh, I tell me. <laughs> yeah, I'm framing my uncle for it. <laughs> Even while, while, whilst I'm praying, so you can just come from behind quietly by faith. Hey, I tell you, the time is going and I've not been called. I, I cannot leave here uh, my miracle. So you can come here and then by faith, you just touch my shoulder, touch my head. I will not 
be angry because of that. And I say, oh, go, your faith has, go, your faith has given you that miracle. That's what I will say to you. Your faith has given you that miracle. But if you want to sit down for me to come and give you handest before you come forward, I may not have the handest to give to you. Hello? Praise the Lord. So that's one way by touching. By touching. And then finally, by, by holy articles. Articles. So I bring your own article. I say, bring your handkerchief. Who the next, next person win the miracle? Yes. So I say, bring your handkerchief or your apron. Bring your handkerchief or apron. And uh, I hold it, rub it, squeeze it. Sometimes I rub it, my body or over my head. And don't forget, the anointing can be temporarily transferred. It's temporarily, for a while, it is transferable. Transferable. So having that, I say, son, what's the miracle that you need? In Jesus' name, this is horizontal. My son, take that miracle. Take the miracle. Take the miracle. In the name of Jesus. Because the horizontal is on the handkerchief, it can just be. It can just, it can be anything. It can be the chair. It can be this pole or pillar. Or Instead of baby touching you, touching you, oh, sit down. Uh, after six months' absence, <laughs> I can just touch the chair, the chair that you are sitting on. The chair that you are sitting on is horizontal. So you know the meaning of some of the things that we do. So when you go and somebody is doing something fake, you know that oh, this one is not genuine. The chair, either you are sitting on, or after I've touched it, touch it, I say, touch it. I ask you to touch it. And it's the same. So, in Jesus' name, say, Amen. Amen. Clap your two hands for Jesus. Praise the Lord. And when it comes to the gifts of the working of miracles, remember the laws of nature. The laws of nature are overruled or suspended. What happens is not natural. Laws of nature don't, don't operate anymore. They're overruled or suspended. <laughs> and that which is abnormal, that which is abnormal to the natural becomes what is effective. Now, remember this sentence. When it comes to the gift of the work of miracles, if we need a miracle, remember, if you are here, we need a miracle. Listen to me, wherever you are, diaspora, anywhere in the world, we need a miracle. Remember, faith comes in. And as you listen to me now, I can assure you the assurance that I have been given by faith, sorry, by grace, sorry, by grace, the gift of faith. <laughs> 
I've been given by grace the gift of faith. And I've been given again by grace the gifts of the healings of, he sorry, of healings. The gifts of healings. And three, by grace, in me have been deposited the gifts of the working of miracles. Gifts of the working of miracles. And for you to get your miracle, remember that to benefit from these gifts, the laws of nature, the laws governing nature are overruled or suspended. They no longer operate. Natural laws are cancelled, overruled. They are no longer needed. We don't need natural laws. And in their place, what is abnormal, what you consider not normal, not possible, by nature, naturally, becomes what is effective, what is working. What is working. And once you get that mindset, when you are in that kind of environment as we are now, so woha no nya santiasia no se ah nya du ha no mo ah eh se anema esitie no enti sa biem natural thing natural laws are pushed aside and what is not natural what is abnormal what is not possible now is the the, the law the rule taking place here so it doesn't matter how long I've been without a child. Now I'm conceiving. The doctors have said that, yes. They are giving treatment after treatment. But now I'm getting it. Uh, I'm getting a boost for a business. I know where my business is. Then the place is dry. But now from today on, I know I'm going to get customers. You know. It's abnormal. It doesn't follow nature. But then, that's what's going to happen. And may that happen to you, church. In the name of Jesus. Clap your two hands for Jesus. A few examples. Elijah dividing the Jordan River with his mantle. You look at this. <laughs> A whole river. Elijah divided the Jordan River with his mantle. Second Kings... 2 verse 8. 2 Kings 2 verse 8. 2 Kings 2 verse 8. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water. It was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. David in slaying the lion and the bear with his hands. David slaying the lion and the bear with his hands. First Samuel 17, 34, 37. First Samuel 17, 34, 37. David slaying the, bear, the lion and the bear with his bare hands. First Samuel 17, 34, 
37. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from his mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by his beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go and the Lord be with you. Samson slaying the lion with his bare hands and killing a thousand Philistines with a jawbone, a jawbone of a donkey. Samson slaying the lion with his hands. I would say he, he tore the lion apart. He just dismantled the lion. Like, like one who... <laughs> can you believe it? He, he just dismantled the lion into his, into his spare parts. Spare, he made the lion become a spare parts. And killing a thousand Philistines, the jawbone of a donkey. Now, Judges chapter 14, verses 5 and 6. Judges 14... Five and six, and then fifteen, fourteen, and fifteen. Judges fourteen, first Judges fourteen, five and six. So Samson went down to Timnah with his father and mother, and came to the vineyards of Timnah. Now, to his surprise, a young lion came roaring against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And he tore the lion apart. As one would have torn apart a young goat. Though he had nothing in his hand, he did not tell his father or his mother what he had done. He dismantled the lion into spare, into spare parts. And then um, 15, 14, and 15. Again, Judges 15, 14, and 15. When he came to Lehi, the Philistines came shouting against him. Then the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And the ropes that were on his arms became like flax that is burned with fire. And his bones broke loose from his hands. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, reached out his hand and took it, and killed a thousand men with it. Jesus turning water into wine at Cana of Galilee. You know it already. Miracle. Jesus turning water into wine at Cana of Galilee. John chapter 2, verses 1 to 11. John 2, 1 to 11. Jesus feeding the 5,000 men, besides women and children, five loaves of bread and two fish. Jesus feeding the 5,000 men, besides women and children, with five loaves of bread and two fish. John chapter 14, John 14, 14 to 21. 14 to 21. John 14, 14 to 21. And Paul's special miracles. Paul's 
special miracles. Finally, Acts 19, 11 and 12. Acts 19, 11 and 12. Paul's special miracles. Acts 19, 11 and 12. Now, God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. Acts 19, verses 11 and 12. Now, God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. May God work unusual miracles in FCC. So that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to their sick. And the diseases left them. And the evil spirits went out of them. <laughs> diseases left them. And the evil spirits went out of them. Amen. So with that, we come to the conclusion of our teachings on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Nine. Nine. Therefore, may God give you at least one. Amen. And if may God give you two. Amen. Or three. Amen. Or four. Amen. Five. Amen. Six. Amen. Seven. Amen. Eight. Amen. And all the nine. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say a better Amen. for joining us for the Sunday morning's Bible study and sermon. We believe you have been blessed by the word. Join us same time next Sunday and have a blessed week.